Blog Talk Radio. G's on the podcast. What's going on, everybody? Outside of Boxing Podcast. Coming to you live on this 15th of July, 2018. What's going on with you? Oh, man. Had a very good weekend coming at you a little later than regular. Um, my man, Willa, out having himself a good time. And for a lot of people, the day got started early as well because for some reason, a lot of people are into the World Cup. And I guess the the championship of that happened this morning or whatever. I mean, the, uh, people ask me about you know, opinions and, and blah, 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 blah. I, I really don't know much about soccer. But I know it's a global event that had a lot of people paying attention to as of today. And I just can't get into 90 minutes of me sitting down watching something and there's a zero to zero score ending in a tie and things of that nature. Like then on top of that, you see these fucking fags rolling around on the ground, like Neymar, uh, a, a, a guy I can't remember from what team was got roasted on the internet for as much flopping as this guy was doing. And that just happens uh, every time I was paying attention to anything involved with soccer. That's right, I'll call it soccer, not football. Like those clowns overseas or wherever there be. Won't they call it feetball? That's all you have to use. Then you see these fucking dudes rolling around like girls on the ground. And I I don't know any of the history behind it, but from what I was told is that, uh, you know, a guy like Messi and uh, I guess never got out of the first round or some shit like that, never won a, a... a championship, whatever it's called. And if America if America gave any fuck about soccer, he'd have Skip Bayless crucifying the man as much as he does a guy like LeBron James on the regular. We just have no love for it here. Real football starts soon. 50 days by my count, starting at the collegiate level and then next level, the month following. Best time of the year. Instead of all this yellow card, red card, uh, you know, Croatia and France today. I have no idea where Croatia is. I like to say in Europe, but who knows? Who knows? Um, had some good boxing this weekend, though. Putting on a display for ESPN Plus. Um, speaking of the two undercards. Impressive. Um, not 
highly, uh, highly impressive. Just saying, as far as the outcomes of those two undercard matches that led up to the Pacquiao Batiste. Crazy, you see, old Manny still over there, thirty-nine years of age. Yeah, crazy man. From 2009, 10, 11, and then just ooh, 2018, now he's on ESPN Plus. So, big change of uh, current events in there. Also had Regis Progress and and uh, in his showcase fight. Had a couple other things going on. That guy's wilding out at the strip clubs. Now, if I didn't even mention a name of who's wilding out at the strip clubs, boxing fans, could you take one wild guess? They know who I'm talking about. We'll save that for the end of the show. Because boxing is first and foremost. And all the outside stuff is just outside stuff. But here at the Outsiders Boxing Podcast, I hold the tag team championship gold with my man from Houston, Texas. And I want to take it his way, or now he's in Las Vegas, but... My man, D. Willa Wilson, Willa the King. What's going on with you, my guy? Oh, nothing much, man. Uh, beautiful, hot-ass Sunday. I think they call these Sunday fun days uh, in Las Vegas. So I'm out here just recuperating for my last night. Uh, you know, Sounds like it. Gatorade. Gatorades and waters. Yeah. But, yeah, man, I got to check out the fight. And I'm uh, happy to be to talk about it because uh, I got a lot of shit to talk today. Yeah, you got a hold of me. You sound pretty hyped due to text messages, and now you sound like you barely – it sounds early in the morning for you or something, Will. I mean, uh, what's going on in Vegas, man? I mean, are you, are the, are you there on a business trip or something like that involving work or whatnot? No, no, no. No work going on out here. Just, uh, you know – just a vacation to get away, man. That's it. Just a lot of pool parties, a lot of drinking. That's it. Any uh, comments before we get to boxing about the big global event that happens at 7 in the morning from where I'm from, or 8 in the morning, one of the two. But the World Cup, I mean, I, I, I didn't mean to kind of roast soccer to start the show off, but I just gave my honest opinion about soccer. And I, I don't know if you ever played soccer or nothing like that, but far too much running for my liking. Yeah, yeah, but let's. I want to start off my fault by saying, you know, the words of RC aren't necessarily the feeling of everybody on Outsiders uh, Boxing Podcast. Uh, yeah, you know, really? you a few, few words. Yeah, you had a few tough words. I don't know if you... <laughs> You know, you had a few tough words for, for guys that are flopping, and it starts with the same word as flop. But so <laughs> I don't want to take it there. Hey, you know, hey, um, it was hype out here at about 9 in the morning, or maybe it was even early. I don't know. I went to the 24-hour dispensary uh, early in the morning, maybe by 7.30. I think the guys were talking about wow, it. Wow, 7.30? So, uh, yeah, that was the 24-hour joint. So I was up, hey, let me, you know, let me get it while, while nobody's there. For the parties that starts off, so uh, yeah, I mean, people were hype about it. I didn't see anything. I saw that uh, I think France won two to four, something like that, against Croatia. Uh, you know, that's always a good thing, man. You're the best in the world. That's always a big thing. So I'm not gonna hate. You know, I'm gonna definitely, be, definitely be pushing my son towards soccer. 
and not uh, American football. So, yeah, that's all I got to say about soccer. Man. What the hell was that? Your uh, <laughs> your sound just kind of no, it was clear, but it had a I don't know, a little something to it, like you remixed the shit or something. But I, I got I got what you said there though. I just didn't know if you're messing with some sort of effects involving your voice or anything like that. Because I know this loud ain't got me tripping like that. But, um, you know, I mean, like, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't, I don't want to necessarily say, you know, you know, call these guys by just first thought. But it, it's just so much flopping that I see in soccer, man. And it's like that at one point or another, if I was a guy playing soccer and dudes are just blatantly flopping like that, I might have to give them a, a little stomp via the way the Rockies to back in the early or the late 90s and, you know, wind it up before I stomp on somebody, give them a reason to start moving around and squealing like just, I mean, it, 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 soccer for me, ugh, I can't do it, man. I can't do it. I tried. Uh, I was I was going for Switzerland at one point after Mexico lost. I was just basically going for who had the better-looking women in the crowd that I seen. So, um, yeah, it, it is what it is. But, yeah. This side is this show is always um, RC thoughts and wills never put together. Most of the time, we don't agree with the same things that we're talking about. But uh, you know, let's let's start off what's really going on here. We had the legend Manny Pacquiao coming in the ring yesterday by way of Malaysia, China. Now, as I mentioned on last week's show, I did not fact check as far as what time. Things were going to be started. Hell, shit. I just let it be known what I thought it was going to be. But nonetheless, the show did start about 11 to noon over in Malaysia for the main event. Yeah, Pacquiao going in there with Lucas Matisse, who's coming off his knockout victory and Pacquiao fighting last year, losing to Jeff Warren. There's a lot of two-sided debates, whether you're a Lucas Matisse fan that Manny Pacquiao was over the hill, got ragdolled by Jeff Horn and was going to be an easy W for the machine. And then you had the Pacquiao side who was thinking that was just a robbery yet again as far as him dealing with the robbery in the first Tim Bradley fight. And kind of something Pacquiao just pushes over as he didn't look for an immediate rematch with the Bradley controversy right after similar to Jeff Horn. But they showed up yesterday, and uh, we seen Lucas Matisse say, look a lot like he did at the StubHub Center against Victor Postal. Missing some heart. Quit. Dropped three times. The second one was just ridiculous. It'd be last 10 seconds going in the round, but you want to take a knee. You that Beat up. Pacific Northwest correspondent Seattle Sam always has a theory. A theory of no Vlada going involved with this fight for whatever reason. And not for much so, but a lot of the other speculation says that how much did Pacquiao pay Lucas to lay down? Didn't look like he paid him to lay down to me. It looked like the accumulation was just a problem for Lucas Matisse and a guy who doesn't have much of a plan B or a separate fighting style able to adapt to such an awkward style of Manny Pacquiao. He just got mentally frustrated and threw it in. Doing the towel. You know what that means when dudes are spitting out their mouthpiece. At least make it look like you're on the back foot 
gasping for breath, and it just popped out. Don't just blatantly put it out in front of the ref. Of course they're going to stop the fight. Now, I've seen this fight getting stopped a little prematurely by the referee, but it didn't seem that way. It just seemed like Lucas gave up the ghost right then and there. Be interesting to check out the purses for both fighters. And then speculation could go a little bit further, but I wasn't much uh, shocked or surprised or whatever you want to call it because I expected Pacquiao to look really good against Lucas Matisse. And he did look, well, it's debatable whether he looked good or not because the opposition across the ring was very stature. Damn near a punching bag. So. One side is going to have it a great performance. The other side is going to have it as he did what he was supposed to do. But, Willa, we spoke about this earlier in the week. And what did you think about the performance from one Manny Pacquiao against Lucas Matisse yesterday on ESPN Plus? Pac-Man's back. Pac-Man's back. Pac-Man's back. Hold on, man. Hey, hey. I'm not going to lie. Hey, hey, I'm not going to lie. I was very pleased and happy and, you know, quite, uh, yeah, I was very happy with uh, Manny Pacquiao's performance and how good and fast and strong he looked out there. Now, did it look like Matisse might have took the dive? Yeah, yeah. It sort of looked a little, you know, he was getting caught with uppercuts. They didn't look like they was hitting that hard. But, you know, he was getting beat. Oh, just like we thought it was going to happen. We knew he was going to take a knee. Uh, I didn't think he was going to get knocked out sleep. But um, he just got beat up. Hey, man, he's not – man, he isn't looking that bad. You know, Manny lost to Marquez. Uh, you know, uh, with the back knee, um, you know, he lost the Floyd. Yeah. yeah. He lost the horn, but you know, he, it, it, and we, and we hold that horn loss against him. Um, we hold that horn loss against him and, and it doesn't, even though it really wasn't a real win, you know, and Manny, right. You right. know, I went in there the thinking that Manny wasn't going to look, yeah, I, I went in there thinking Manny wasn't going to look too good or whatnot. And, and I was pleasantly surprised, man. He's out there. Sounds like he had those Malaysians hype. They were hype out there. Um, I didn't – I sort of barely watched some of the uh, the undercard. Not really just look like, you know, just guys that I've never seen before in my life. So, you might have to uh, speak yeah, on those. But, um, but uh, yeah, man. Hey, Manny Pacquiao looks like he's back, man. Manny Pacquiao looks like, you know – not that he's necessarily back, not that he's the old Pacquiao, that he's not really that diminished and that he's still fast as fuck in there and he's still bouncing in and out. Uh looks like his, you know, his, I don't know. You could tell that his training was a little different, didn't look like he was using the jab as much. Um, But he sort of looked fast in there, man. But like you said, he's fighting against Matisse, who didn't look, you know, he didn't look that bad. You know, he didn't look Brandon Rios bad, but he looked pretty bad in there. Um, yeah, man. Hey, Manny's – hey, besides these young hogs, um, you know, Manny, he can he can fight. He can fight these welterweights. Maybe maybe not uh, Spence, um, 
or Crawford. Uh, you know, but the rest of these guys, I think Manny maybe not win, but they put up a good fight, man. So I'm proud of Manny. I'm surprised wow. that you being I'm surprised that you being a a, a a one-time Manny, you know, guy, you know, wasn't really, you know, weren't, uh, aren't, aren't as hype, a little more hype about getting to see Manny after a while and him looking pretty damn good and getting the stoppage, his first stoppage in nine years. Oh man, it was, uh, it was impressive. I was, I was, uh, I was hyped about it. We had a, a birthday party for a cousin of mine. So we had people around the house, had the ESPN on the TV and, uh, and uh, it was a uh, performance with Pacquiao being the older guy, 39 years of age, and Lucas being 35, having a four-year advantage on him. You didn't think Lucas was going to shell up so much, but he had punches coming from every direction. Pacquiao looked really good in there. I just worry about the future for Manny because we all know financially he's having some issues, and we're going to see him continue to fight because so. But the road only gets more difficult for him if he's going to you know, try to face someone on the upper upper echelon level, picking up the WBA strap. Um, I, I, I think that people are already speculating. You had, like I mentioned, the Progress fight that happened, and he's calling out Pacquiao. You have a lot of people calling out Pacquiao at this point in time because they see him as an older fighter. Now, well, that, was perform- that was based off the performance with Jeff Horn, so he showed a little bit of, of life in him yesterday, and he looked like a little bit of that younger Pacquiao. Yeah. Definitely had the crowd hype. Yeah, promoters uh, or guys that were working in the press area right there at ringside that were jumping for joy when he had that first knockdown. It's been a while since people seen Pacquiao knock someone down like that. And I, I like Pacquiao. Obviously still still pulling for him in that fight, whether it's a fight that I knew he couldn't win or could win. Still going to be riding for him. Uh, but the road forward is going to be tough for Pacquiao. And I only see it ending in a way moving on the upper level is pretty bad. Um, <clears throat> people thought that that was his last fight yesterday. It's definitely not. And he didn't name any names when asked who he wants to fight next. Given the same old Manny Pacquiao type of answer. Except this time he wasn't talking about what his promoter wants to do about going to the Philippines and enjoying himself. Didn't have Freddie Roach in his corner. He had his, his uh, I mean, part-time roommate, the big boy who used to carry his bags, training in his corner. You could tell he's not giving Pacquiao anything that he needs to hear. Pacquiao with a faraway stare in his eyes during those corners, focusing on something that he's telling himself instead of what that guy is trying to instruct him to do. So, um it was a really good performance by Pacquiao. I was glad to see him do that. But I knew Lucas was over the hill, and Lucas was pretty much done for uh, judging off his last fight. I just knew the, the level of accumulation that he hasn't seen before gonna, was going to stop him. I didn't think it was going to make him quit. But it was, it was great. I liked it. I liked it. I was just – I just worry about down the road for Pacquiao here and out rather than – you know, I'm looking. At, I'm I'm doing it with the glass half full here, so good performance for sure. And if he, you know, hey, Pacquiao's B level that he's at right now is is better than some guys' A level. You know, some guys that are on the bottom half, you know, the Jesse Vargas that he's beat before, who's um, 
got got some cachet to him and things like that. But Pacquiao moving forward, um, everybody wants a piece of him. Who's going to get him is the question because he can definitely generate some money. And I know, um, as I mentioned, it'd be interesting to see the purses. I tried looking for that earlier today. Didn't get much out of it, but um, didn't look too deep. But I definitely want to see what the purses were for that because um, making something happen in Malaysia, I could see moving forward for Pacquiao. Probably his next fight going to be somewhere in Dubai, which is like the Las Vegas um, overseas. I think it generates more money than Las Vegas, actually, um, in the world. So I think moving forward, they're going to do something like that because, as we mentioned about money problems, Pacquiao is $20 million in debt for the U.S. when it comes to uh, essentially tax evasion. So um, what's next, though, Will? I mean, I, I'm good for it, man. I was happy to see what he did, but I just worry about Pacquiao down the road, who's next, because – Crawford, no. Spence, no. No, maybe he can. Uh, I mean, it, it would be. I, I couldn't see him beating Sean Porter the way he got bullied by Jeff Horn uh, compared to the way Sean Porter fights. Um, I think Danny Garcia has enough power to, you know, I'm sure he's going to absorb his hits during that kind of a fight, but I, I think eventually DSG would put him out. Um and outside of that, you know, it's uh, it's not easy sledding for Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, man, I think um, Pac-Man, like I said, Pac-Man, uh, uh, the last show, I believe I said that Pac-Man is going to get, um, you know, he's going to put in his last fight against Crawford next and go out with the bang and get his payday. But, you know, Danny Garcia, I think, that's maybe a 50-50 fight. You know, Porter, maybe a 50-50 fight. If he can somehow uh, get the winner of that fight, uh, that's a belt that he has a good chance of winning, um, especially if they're going to duck Crawford, which they're probably going to do in Spence. So, uh, you know, Manny has some, you know, I might be just get, uh, getting uh, ahead of myself, but Manny looked good. Looked like he still has it. Uh, looked like... He could be a problem, and has, he has a few more fights. He has a few more fights left, man. Um, and I think last night he showed that he deserves it. And he he won the W. What was that? The WBA uh, regular WBA. title. Yeah, regular title. Who Keith Thurman? So maybe we'll see a Keith Thurman uh, Manny Pacquiao fight. Um, so we'll see. We'll see, man. I I, I like what Manny did. And I'm uh, looking forward to seeing him fight again, it's, uh, even if it is for the cash out. But I think if it's not against Spence or Crawford, he has a uh, he has a shot, a pretty good shot. No, no, I feel you. I feel you. He definitely does, especially the way he looked yesterday. You've seen a little bit of life in the old dog. It wasn't a, um, man, this guy needs to hang it up right now. It was a, wow, he can still keep going, man. If he takes care of himself, you know, one thing that the uh, state that Pacquiao is in right now currently is not much of the uh, of partying late nights playing or gambling, playing pool and all that stuff like he used to early in the 2007s and things like that. Um, he's a church guy now. So hopefully the longevity of the way he's taking care of himself could do him some propers moving forward because 39 years of age, and if he does have two fights left in him, then, 
um, you know, uh, I think definitely he can he can he can do some things. So, um, but let's take it to Janelle. Uh, see if he checked this fight out yesterday and uh, how he's doing on this Sunday. Janelle, what's going on, man? What's going on, guys? Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing today, man? How's Sunday treating you, bro? Uh, just getting together. You know, I got a big important business deal tomorrow. I'm about to, um, uh, for this major hotel uh, uh, my company's going to be involved in. So I'm, I'm very excited, you know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You got something in the works. It sounds like you got something cooking. That's uh. That's always good to hear, man. Um. But uh. What What was going on with you yesterday? Did you get a chance to check out this uh, Pacquiao Matisse fight on ESPN Plus, my brother? I mean, I checked it out. Uh, two things I want to point out. Uh, I mean, one, don't get ahead of yourself. I, I mean, the guy fought a shot. Oh, uh, um, Matisse, who who's basically a walking punching bag. That's all he was. The guy wasn't swinging back. He was a shell of himself. I mean, both guys looked like, you know I mean, they were a shell of themselves. Manny Pacquiao, I'm not trying to be a cons- I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm not trying to be like uh, Simon. Well, you know how Simon, you guys look conspiracy things that he always brings up. But Yep, I he mean, does have that often. I know what he's saying about how Manny Pacquiao was attacked dead. Is the reason like, 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 why he's not fighting in the U.S. I mean, I mean, does anybody really think that's because, okay, he won't be tested for steroids over there? And does that of course on your mind? Uh, I was gonna say, I mean, he looked he looked pretty damn good in there, and I, I was gonna say that he has the science with him. Uh, and my last little thing, but I didn't. I left that out. Just I don't know why. Just because I feel good I mean, about Manny the, right now. I mean, that's the real right. thing about him. That's the real thing about no, him. He looked he looked great out there. He looked like a young. He I looked mean, very bad. On that shit is what I'm saying, dog. <laughs> That's what I'm asking, man. Is he back on that oh. shit? He's not fighting America no more. Huh. No, I, I, that's what I'm saying. He's got the science behind him. It looked like he had the science behind him. He looked re, reinvigor, hey, reinvigorated. Hey. I mean, yeah, but also oh, keep in mind who he had in front of him. You know what I'm he had a walking punch back in front of him. But, I mean, if he fights a Spence, a Thurman, a Crawford, I know when the first talk of Crawford came about, and I still agree that even back then, when they first talked about this after he beat a once again Boa, it was talking to Pacquiao Crawford. At that time, I thought Crawford was biting off more than he could chew. But if uh, at this point, and, and he put Pacquiao to sleep, of course you did. Him, Thurman, him, Thurman, Spence, all put Pacquiao to sleep. You know what I mean? As far as Danny Garcia, I disagree with you on Danny Garcia. I don't even got Danny Garcia as a top five world player, honestly. You know what I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry about that, dog. I'm Danny Garcia just never. I mean, the guy has heart. He's tough, RC. He's tough. He got heart. He got a good timing with his left hook. But I think he's a bit overrated. At 147, I think he's a big caliber uh, welterweight. You know what I mean? At 147, I don't got him in my top five. I'm sorry. I don't think he beat any of the top welterweights out there. Yep, that's no, that's fine. We're all entitled to our own opinion. But September eighth, you'll see Danny Garcia beat the shit out Sean Porter, and he might be top five. So, you know, he might just continue to prove people wrong like he did before. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Though I'm, I'm with you. We I'm all, you also lost. We don't all agree about nothing. <laughs> hey, you ride with your boy hard. I like that though. You ride with your boy hard. I'm just I'm saying, not... you know, hey, you talk about a guy coming back reinvigorated like Manny Pacquiao, but you know, yeah, Danny took a little break. And all of a sudden he came back and 
knocked out a guy like Brandon Rio. So, hey, who knows? Who's got the better pro Man, Brandon Rio I mean, he's even worse Rio's is even worse than Matisse. Even worse than Matisse. Because, I mean, I mean, I mean, come on, man. Brandon Rios, are you serious? Are I you don't serious? know, man. You, everyone knows. Are you he's serious, a Brandon Rios? And no one, because you bring and, up you know, Brandon Pacquiao Rios. couldn't stop him, and you know, like, hey, I don't know, Pacquiao. I mean, uh, Danny Garcia. Hey, he, that might be the knockout of the year so far. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you bugging, you bugging there, man. And I give you props. I'm I'm you for I give you props <laughs> for that. I give you props, man. <laughs> Janelle, but you, you, uh, real quick, just to, to switch it on. Um, the, you know, uh, Will is asking me how impressed I was yesterday. Not hype, but I was, I was uh, um, not necessarily hype because I'm looking down the road for Manny Pacquiao because it doesn't get any easier. Now, um, people probably thinking a fight with Crawford next, in-house money with top rank, or also more house money. People were talking about Lomachenko probably getting in there with Pacquiao at, at somewhat of a catchweight, I'm, I would guess. But what do you think ahead for Manny Pacquiao? Because Danger is around the corner if he wants to take an up and up in competition. Whether it's him fighting uh, Bud Crawford or Lomachenko, that's damn near one and two on a lot of people's pound for pound list. I would rather see him uh, fight Lomachenko. I think he has a better chance of beating Lomachenko other than Crawford. I mean, it would be interesting because in Manny Pacquiao still is pretty quick. He still is fast. I mean, he fight a, and fight across season. He fight across season. I'm sure he's gonna be on some juice. He's gonna be on. That, he's gonna be on that shit. And uh, a Manny Pacquiao. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You don't know that. You can't say that, man. That's a full accusation, sir. Allegedly. Well, well, I'm making it. I'm making it. But if he fights a Lomachenko, I think his plan would have to be to, to, to get off first, and then and don't let Lomo, and don't let Lomo get off on you first. And Manny Pacquiao is pretty fast still. He still is pretty fast. I mean, he's not as fast as he once was, but he still is pretty fast from last night. But again, the guy was a walking punching bag. But Bob Aaron might see it promotional tool, you know. Uh, this is like a stepping stone to get over an old faded legend. It's like a Pacquiao beat Shane Mosley. Well, I mean, a lot of guys were. Oh, Cotto beat Shane Mosley. Uh, Shane Mosley was a shell of himself. I mean, it happens all the time in boxing. It's like when uh, Ali lost to Larry Holmes. I mean, this was a stepping stone. So it's like, but a uh, main Pacquiao still has a pretty good punch, man. And Lomo doesn't – I don't think he has the best chin out there. And uh, and he just pulls you – know, punch the chance. And with his speed, quickness, he still has it. And the experience is still there. So it's like it could probably still be a, a very dangerous fight for Lomachenko. Uh, I'm not sure if Bob Aaron would take that risk just yet. But maybe uh, three fights down the road or something, if Pacquiao's still around, I'm sure he might want to make it. But as of now, I mean, it still poses a bit of a threat. But see, Crawford now, I'm sure I'm going to make that fight. Because Crawford will beat Manny Pacquiao right now. And uh, and this could be the way to put Bud over in that mention. A uh, maybe pay-per-view star. You know what I mean? That would be a, that would be a, a sacrificial sheet type of way. That'd be a, a – I mean, if Bob Aaron was to do that, yeah, that'd be – we know what his intentions would be. But hold on with us, Janelle. Uh, let's go to D and see what he thinks about this one because, I mean, yeah, you guys are talking about reinvigorated and, and you know, on that stuff overseas. I, I don't know. He, he looks like a normal guy to me. But D from the 843, let's go to the Chuck, man. And I, 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 I got to know if you've seen this fight yesterday and what's your thoughts on it because you hear 
Oh yeah. Here, uh, Willa and 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 Janelle over here talking about reinvigorated and looking like he's back on that those funny protein shakes or something like that. I just looked at it like a damn good performance. Uh, what, what's going Could on? Be. What's your take on all this? I'm with Janelle, man. Could be. You got to question shit like that, especially with his history. Uh, he was never proven uh, dirty. Uh, don't tell Simon that shit, though. Uh, way back when. With the That's whole what Floyd, I'm saying. Uh, Where's the proof at? Where's the proof at? Know. Where's it at? But his head did get big back then. His head got real big. Remember the big and the pimples and remember all that? No. Uh, no. no. Yeah, the head, the head did get a little larger during that time right there. Back yeah, then. Head. <laughs> so, they say that. Hey, you don't remember that? Time, time. You don't remember that, uh, RC? It was his hair. He had a uh, really long, bushy hair. <laughs> it wasn't the head back. Hey, but yeah. Hey, he looked good, man. He looked good. and uh, But you got to look at the other, you know, the opposition, Matisse. Until you say you need to quit now, because uh, I don't want to see him to where you can't, uh, you know, conversate with family and, you know, we don't want to see no fighters end up like that. So I hope he quits. Uh, where does Pacquiao go from this right here? I wouldn't see him in there. I wouldn't mind seeing him in there with, uh, go ahead and hang it up. Go ahead, go ahead and get the payday with Crawford and hang it up. Uh, Lemachenko, uh, man, Lemachenko be in and out so fast on him, man. Boom, 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 boom. Pacquiao won't know what to really do with something like that right there. Uh, if he goes that route, I'd rather just see him go four or five rounds with Crawford and call it a day. Because Crawford put him to sleep. So would Thurman. Really? Thurman, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, if you want a... If you throw him in there with Danny, that's a winnable fight. Danny can hit too much. Damn. Oh, winnable fight yeah. with Pacquiao against Manny, you're saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah that's Tony. a winnable fight probably if they want to go that route. Uh, <laughs> I wish they would go that route. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be <laughs> real nice. And we'd have to talk about yeah. if that fight would happen. He still has that pop, man. I like, I like, he still had that pop and he was fast. The speed was there and the feet, the legs, uh, you know, that little, uh, the, the hop, the little bunny hop he does. And, uh, he looked good, man. You know? So, I, it shocked me. I had him probably, I had him winning that fight, but I didn't think he was going to look that good, though. He looked damn good for 40 years old. Wait, 40? Was he 40, I think they well, said? Thirty nine. So, Forty coming up. Yeah, he looked damn good now. You know. But like science who said who drugs. said uh Huh? I said science dog. Two thousand eighteen. Yeah. Science was no, young. Stop that. And Pacquiao's been through some wars, guys. And uh that's amazing that he still uh has that pop like that after so many wars, man. Uh, he well, wasn't yeah, like Floyd, man. Was, he took an ass whipping in a lot of fights, man. He took some yeah, bumpings think, over the years, man. You think about it, man. Yesterday was his 60th win. He also has seven losses and two draws. So it's 69th fight yesterday. I mean, talking about dude, that's his crazy. Seven, I mean, that's a lot of fights, man. That's a lot of damage going forward. So, I mean, 
Yeah, he, he's got some miles on. You know, so I don't want to see him hang around too much longer. You know, that'd be messed up. If you're a Pacquiao fan like that, you definitely don't want to see him get stretched out like Marquez had him. You know, you don't want to see that, man. Not at this age. Uh, so whatever route he goes, uh, I'm sure it's going to be big money pay-per-view next time, probably around. Uh, will it be Nemechenko? Will it be Crawford? I'm thinking really they could try because Crawford ain't got a fight lined up yet, I don't think. Uh, will Bob Arum try to do that right there? That'd be that'd be what I'd be shooting for right there, you know. Oh yeah, get it, no, get no, it, and uh, I, I, be I done with it. it, you know. I hear. I, I I'd look more forward to if I was Lomachenko. Manny Pacquiao trying to get a fight with Lomachenko. I don't know, man. Lomachenko. I mean, Pacquiao would be the bigger man. And yeah, put the speed. That, that go, hey, you know I love speed, and I love to, I love to say speed kills. Man, that's so much speed versus forty years old. You know, I'm forty three. I ain't got nowhere near the damn speed I had when I was thirty years old. But I, I, you know, I, you know I, what I'm saying? Manny looked, Manny looked fast out there. I mean, we saw it. Yeah, we saw how fast. What kind of were. fast though? Nima Chango fast? Nowhere near that caliber, man. He's straight, straight right. I mean, it's straight left. Uh, you know, uh, just uh, coming from his offhand straight down the pipe. That's what dropped Lomachenko from Jorge Linares. Now, can yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's Linares fast. faster and stronger. I think so. Right. That's just that's night and day, man. Nemechenko, Pacquiao, at this stage. And uh, I think Nemechenko beat him, pop, 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 out of there. Pop, 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 out of there. And just wear him down and probably, you know, I don't, would he stop him? Probably he would stop him at some point. He could be able to take them kind of pops like that. Uh, you know? So. Hey, it was good to see, man. I love older fighters, man, that proved, proved the world wrong because a lot of people were saying he was going to lose the fight. So I'm glad I'm glad uh and I ain't no Pacquiao fan like that. Uh I'm glad to see him prove a lot of naysayers wrong. Was he on that shit? Yeah, no. No, <laughs> no he was not. You don't unless you got some proof in the pudding, sir, you cannot say that. It's a wild accusation. As Willard mentioned at the start of the show. The thoughts and opinions from the eight four three coming from D are those the thought and opinion. Of only D from the 843. Yo, we got my man JP rolling with us all the way from Long Beach on SoCal. And let's take it to my man and see how he sees about this whole situation because ESPN Plus had some action going on yesterday. But JP, what's going down, man? Outside of Boxing Podcast. Glad to have you on, my man. Oh, man. Happy to be here, sir. Um, you know, it was what we expected. Well, a little better than expected is what is what everybody's surprised about, I think. But it's kind of what I suspected. You know, I, I felt like, you know, the great, the, li- the living legend that is Manny Pacquiao still has enough to beat a lot of these clowns. Now, the question is, does he have enough to beat the guys at the very top? I'm talking about the top four guys. Because aside from that, I think we know that uh, Manny Pacquiao washes the, the Saddam Ali, he washes Lucas Matisse tears. Can he beat the Errol Spences? Can he beat the Terrence Crawford? Is he still that competitive? But um, we don't think so. But 
I'd love to see it. I'd I, I, I pay pay-per-view money to see Manny Pacquiao versus Danny Garcia. But um, as for the ESPN app, it was it was seamless, man. It was, I like it. Uh, what can I say? It was, I had a great stream. I had no buffering. I had no difficulties. So, and again, once again, portability. It was on my cell phone. I could walk around the house. I could go in the backyard. I could go in the garage. And the fight was with me at all times. So what can I say, man? Uh, it was a great experience for me. Yeah, I had a, I had a great experience also using using that secret site that I use. So I plug my phone up to the TV. I'm looking good for the first. You know. Hey JP, do you think uh you think Danny Garcia has a chance against Manny Pacquiao? I'd love to see it because at this point, what's going to make Manny Pacquiao more interesting is that he's reached the point that most age, aging fighters reach, where he's basically a phone booth fighter. We no longer have this guy who's just so fleet of foot that he can just beat you to any spot whenever he wants. Uh, now you got a guy that's kind of timing people and using a lot of head feints. And, you know, Manny uses a lot of foot feints and, you know, still some footwork but a short range. So he's basically a pocket fighter, man. You know, that's what makes him even the more interesting where a guy like Danny could be competitive now. Uh, you go back maybe four or five years ago, Manny's feet are too fast back then. He'll be able to get to any spot he wants, get in, get out. Uh, I think even in a great performance versus Lucas Matisse, we still see that, uh, you know, the, the glaring thing to me, even in a great performance, was that Manny was basically fighting in a, in a, in a circle. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. what really stood out to me as far as any critique. He basically was, he was there. He was in that pocket all night. It's kind of like Mayweather. He's in the pocket all night last we seen him. So our last few times we've seen him, he's, those, these guys are in the pocket. There's no more dancing. There's none of that shit. So can he beat Danny Garcia? It'd be fun to see, but I'd I bet on Pacquiao, but I bet you it would be a good fight. And I don't think Danny uh, Pacquiao can get Danny out of there by any means. So either Manny will just beat him up badly or Danny will, you know, rise to the occasion. But it would be worth paying for No, definitely. I'm thinking about in Malaysia. Oh, man, that's another thing. That crowd was so geeked up, dude. It's like every time Manny would breathe, they would just go crazy. So I, <laughs> I love the crowd. The crowd was crazy, man, and um, I really like it. Another uh, facet I want to talk about, oh, one thing I want to definitely talk about, because I've been saying for years, with a guy who fights like Manny Pacquiao fights, that is not top. That's God-given. Manny Pacquiao, when he was 16 years old, walked into some gym or whatever and was already fighting like that. Freddie Roach did not do anything. Maybe he helped out his right hand some. But you don't teach a guy to fight like teacher. Why didn't you teach anyone else? You didn't teach no one else shit because this guy is God-given. That's just what he does. So, and reason... I wanted to bring that up is because you've seen Boo Boy, who fucking and another thing we got to talk about we got to talk about really Homeboy Hall of Fame. Manny Pacquiao got to be in the Homeboy Hall of Fame too, because what he's done for this Boo Boy character, who is just well, probably a fat ex crackhead in the Philippines, is like brought this guy along for all of these years. He probably living wonderfully in a big ass crib, 
getting little Filipino bitches giving him head all day whenever he wants. <laughs> and that's because Manny Pacquiao really paved the way. So Manny Pacquiao's in the Homeboy yep. Hall of Fame for what he's done with Boo Boy. That's RNS. That's what I like to call RNS right there. That's real nigga shit. Real talk. But yeah, but and we seen Boo Boy, <laughs> you know, Boo Boy's the, the head trainer of Manny's best performance in fucking what, nine years since he had a KO seven, they said? So Boo Boy gets that gets nah, that yeah. accolade. Ain't that something Boo Boy gets it. He's the next big trainer. Watch I mean <laughs> the way he's looking right down at hey, first. Hey Boo one. Boy Boo Boy and the scientists always give love to the scientists. Oh yeah, what was the testing uh standards? Was there in Nevada? Was there any USDA? No one knows. I don't think it was nothing. It was like, man, you can take that Lance Armstrong, that Usain Bolt, and that motherfucking uh, A-Rod all at the same time. Yeah, that's what uh, Janelle uh, earlier, Janelle had brought that up, is that's why he asked. I don't know if Janelle necessarily said he uh, he believed, but the question was asked, is, uh, is that why he's fighting in Malaysia? You know, is that the whole point? Because he looked good out there, man. Man, he looked like I mean, he was, was, was 33, 34. That that beautiful, and he was sneaking in that right hand under the like the under the lead jab. Then another was just, but Manny has fantastic technique. You seen Manny was torturing Matisse for trying to throw a jab. Every time Matisse tried to throw that jab, Manny was countering off his jab, killing him. Then he was sneaking in that uppercut. The would have dropped him in that third round. Because he snuck in that uppercut, but see, it's that stand-up uppercut. You you can kind of telegraph an uppercut when you know an uppercut usually comes from a crouched position where you bend at the knee. But a lot of times you'll see guys like you know just stand it up. Don't don't give no bend. Just you know you throw the jab and just bring that uppercut right up under that. And that's what he did to that boy and just caught him flush on the chin. It was beautiful, you know. And then the other knockdown, it was like Matisse just said. Yeah, I'm gonna just take a knee real quick for some reason, and I was like, "Yeah, this definitely." Yeah, he just was like, "I'm gonna take a knee." I don't know. Uh, it really didn't look like he was getting punished or anything that bad, but he went on ahead and took a knee. But um, aside from that, man, you know I love seeing Manny Pacquiao. He's an absolute legend. Eleven legend. That's sixty-one and seven. And a couple of draws in there, but the man is sixty-one wins and seven losses, dog. That's like video game, you know, haggler. This is throwback type of record in a in a new modern era. You don't see guys have damn near seventy fights on their record. So we got to appreciate this guy while he's around. We definitely do, definitely do, and, and we're gonna have him around for a little while moving forward. You would think coming off of this victory and. Just uh, you know, trying to trying to trying to secure the bag as well as he can before he rides off into the sunset, so to speak. Um, but but taking to our next subject that Willa was really excited about, and I'll let him take the reign for this one. But a guy who was also calling out Manny Pacquiao after his performance yesterday was none other than uh, Norland's own Regis Program. Willa, I know you said you were hyped about who the man is at 140. And it didn't take me a wild guess to figure out what you were talking about. Go ahead, Will. I'm gonna let you take this one and let us know how you seen the man at 140 perform yesterday. 
in one region's programs? Oh, man. So if you uh, check out, you know, the title of the show, um, it was Pac-Man's Back, Pac-Man's Back. And that was, you know, I need y'all to say it like Rick Ross would say, Tupac's Back. But also, it's A.K.A. S.P.K. Weekend, which was stands for Southpaw Killers. Because we saw some killers. And the one that put the the murder game down the best was the boy Progress. Now, I've seen him fight a couple of times. Light-skinned guy out there, you know. I got I don't I didn't really pay him no mind, but I I just started watching this last couple of fights. New Orleans guy, um, out there dropping. He you know we talking about the stand up uppercut. He had B Manny in there the way he was fighting. You know he hit he hit him with the same. I think he dropped him with the same shot. Um, Manny dropped Matisse with the stand up uppercut that JP was talking about. Man, this guy is fast. This guy is strong. This guy's a beast. Um, you know, your guy, and this is why this is why I was so excited for him to just look so great because, you know, I like to I like to, you know, push your buttons, throw jabs at you. That's just the type of guy I am. You know, if I like you, I'm gonna throw some shots. And this is gonna be the greatest way to throw shots because another another one of your guys, and we're gonna bring up another. I'm not gonna bring his name up now because I got shots. I got shots today. Another one of your guys is going to get taken out. It's going to be beautiful. And and, and 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 then he represents the South, the Houston, New Orleans connection. We're talking about Master P, Pip C, uh, before, the, before the beef, uh, rap a lot, and uh, no limit. We're talking, you know, we're talking about a connection. Uh-huh. Um, so I love seeing this, man. He's out there. He had uh, Leonard Fournette out there uh, holding the belt for him. Because I believe he is the interim, uh, what is it, WBC. So he has a WBC belt, you know. And Jose Ramirez, huh? The baby belt. Yeah, he has the baby belt, but that's the same. It looks exactly the same. Is it a little smaller? Because it looks exactly the same. And now. Oh, no, they're not the same. Jose Ramirez got the the, the 2000 title defense. Oh, yeah, he's got something a little little special. Little extra gems on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. But now, you know, we're wondering when these guys are going to fight, and they, they're gonna, they should be fighting soon. Uh, hopefully that's a, a mandated fight that's coming up pretty soon uh, after uh, your guy fights, I think, in a couple of months or maybe in a month. Um, Okako or Otezo or some stuff. I can't remember what his name is. But when you look back, you see that there might have been – a duck, not a chicken, but a duck that went down maybe about uh, maybe a year ago, right? Somebody declined that fight. Do you know who that was? You know who declined the Ramirez progress? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I know who declined it. That was Bob Aaron. Oh, Bob. Okay, okay, it was Bob. All right. Well, this guy's a young hog, and and I love to see it. At 140, looking good. Um, nobody's there. Crawford left. Uh, you know, nobody's put their stamp on uh, their stamp on the division yet. And I think he says he's going to do it. And he looks hungry. He wants to do it. He has New Orleans hype. He's out there at home. These guys getting these home fights now. 
let's see how hype it was. We saw Manny in, in Malaysia. That wasn't his home, but that was over there. Hype. Uh, we saw New Orleans. It looks like they, the people. It didn't even. It looked like there wasn't even seats uh, on there. People were just standing up like they was in the club or something. Hype. Then he and then he gave the gave the crowd something that uh, Spit couldn't give us. Uh, couldn't give yeah. Couldn't give us because I was there. You know, a good showing, a good beating, a, a guy that you know, a guy that came to fight a little bit. Um, but great showcase, A plus. I didn't get the great Manny. Manny gets the A plus. Uh, those softballs came in and put in some some work, some fucking work this weekend. And uh, yeah. I'm uh, I'm on the uh, team Regis. I just hitched my my little connector on. I'm connected. Uh so yeah, I'm on the wagon. Fuck with me. Wow, well you you never fail to amaze me sometimes. I I know that you know you like to throw jabs at me sometimes and we go off of some of the other guys that we don't agree on, but really Regis Progress, man, a guy who I mean <laughs> In 2014, he's fighting a guy with 56 losses, making himself look good. I mean, Regis Progress is fool's gold at this point in time, in my opinion. Um, yeah, he looked good yesterday. I caught, you know, ins and out of his fight while I was getting my um, meal set up and all that stuff. And, yeah, he, he, he had a good performance for sure. He did what he was supposed to do, like we say, when it's a fight like this. And he definitely had a tough customer in front of him. So, yeah, he looked good, and we'll see moving forward what he wants to do. I mean, um, <clears throat> charismatic fellow. Yeah, um, hopefully he'll be able to stay in the pocket like that against Jose. We can have some fireworks going off after the 4th of July. But, um, yeah, I don't know about him being the man at 140. He, he's uh, He hasn't sold me yet, and he ain't fooling me for sure, so. Um, we'll see how it goes, but I, I knew that's what you were hyped on about that guy putting on a performance yesterday because a lot of people were getting sold off of it too. So, you know, there's a slice of humble pie always for somebody who is always willing to bite off more than they can chew. So we'll see what happens with Regis Progress. And, hey, I don't I don't wish failure upon the guy. Um, I just see what I see, and we'll see how it goes. Jose Ramirez and him. Hopefully they could get that one moving forward. Um, it mentioned before, you know, the whole uh, reason that that fight didn't happen in the first place was because of Bob Arum. It wasn't something that Jose uh, was running from or anything like that. He said um, he has no problem fighting him right now or giving him a fight uh, after this preview or after the fight that he has at this point in time. But he's going to run with his man Bob Arum and trust what he's got moving forward for him. And as I mentioned, Long ago, seven years ago, some things like that, Bob Am's always had plans for Jose Ramirez as he was always in Central California for a guy from a very small city in Avenal, California, for Bob Am to be coming around these parts for a guy like Jose Ramirez talking about his plans moving forward. He almost didn't speak it into existence, but envisioned it into what it is today. So you don't think he's going to, throw his guy in there immediately with someone who can ruin all that. The business aspect of boxing that we all don't like, but it's part of the game. Jose is the A side. It doesn't it doesn't change much, but 
whenever something does happen between these two, which I can see happening in the future. So, Rob, we ain't fighting in New Orleans. But nonetheless, good performance, though. Yeah, like I said, he dropped old boy four times, and he looked really good. So I can see why he hyped. Well, he's, he's uh, almost the guy at 140. Almost. Well, we'll definitely see very soon. We will definitely see very soon. That's what that's what's so exciting about it. These guys sound like they want to fight each other. Uh, and it's more than likely going to happen. They got to fight each other, really. So, uh, especially with them both having those belts, I'm sure it'll be a mandatory at some time. And if somebody doesn't want to fight, the belt's probably going to be dropped. So, hey, no man, definitely, definitely. Um, um, there was um some performances put on, man. I mean, another guy that they're trying to. Not trying, but just giving a little bit of a, of a, of a cushion pushing was uh, Tofimo Lopez finishing William Silva in six rounds, hitting the Fortnite dance and the uh, backflip. Charismatic guy, got some pop to him. Seems like they're trying to move him forward. Um, Willa, were you able to catch that fight and your uh, your fun Vegas trip and all that stuff? Because it was a uh, pretty good. Um, if you want to see some knockdowns and stoppage. You know what I mean? Oh no, no, that boy. Uh, uh, what's his name? Tia Fimo. Oh no, that boy's the real Tofimo. deal. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. That, no, that boy's definitely the real deal. Um, he looked good in there. You know, I don't really know the guy he was fighting, but you know, he looks very athletic, very fast, very good, and that brings me to. Another one of your guys that you haven't mentioned in a long, long time. <laughs> Another one. At the end of the at the end of the fight, my man gets on there and he says, uh, "He's coming to dominate the division. He's coming to take take everybody down, and that he is not Felix Verdejo." Did you Did you catch him say that? Did you catch him saying that? I don't know what you're well, talking is that, about. Is that some kind of, is that kind of, yeah, yeah. He says, hey, I ain't no Felix Verdejo. I'm here to get it done. I, I don't know what kind of beef that is. But <laughs> took a shot. He took a shot at your guy, uh, who used to be a guy. You were real hype on him about two years ago, but haven't really heard anything since. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, he looked good. I want to see him fight more. I think he's 20. <laughs> Right, he's another one of these young guys uh, that they're bringing yeah. up. Uh, yeah, I think he just won some kind of continental belt, so he's on he's on his way. You know, he's on his way, and it, that's another good thing for boxing. Uh, Tia Fimo, I'm uh, I'm fucking with him too. It was a good week of boxing, man. Not a lot of showcases. Yeah, no. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. He, he looked good, and you know, obviously, he has a little bit of a personal issue with Felix Verdejo, but, you know, a good time to pick on a, a dude who's down and out right now. And, you know, it, it, that, he, he went down the Kellen Winslow type of road for a young, talented athlete in boxing as far as Felix Verdejo goes. But, no, the, the female uh, looked very impressive yesterday. I just seen gaping holes in his game, which led to his highlight reel material as far as the wide hooks that he was throwing and being open for whether a jab to shut that down or an uppercut or 
slide over and, and, and counter shot. It was just his highlight material had gaping flaws to me. Um, not to take away from it, but I just look at that moving forward. So, yeah, you know, he uh, he looked good for the uh, the casual view, that's for sure. And um, he definitely has some pop to him, charisma, all that stuff, and I'm sure he could do some things moving forward. I'm sure for, for sure he definitely has that capability. So I can see why you're riding with him, and, and, and that's all good. But, um, yeah, great performance. But, yo, one guy that always finds his way in the news without being in the ring for the weekend or leading up to is Adrian Brown. Willa, I don't know how many times we talk about Adrian Brown on this show, but it's always for something new. It's not beating a dead horse with similar material that you hear all the time from Adrian Brauner other than the fact that we hope he gets better. But as far as hot takes, big news, bad news, Adrian Brauner finds himself in the limelight somehow, some way. But nonetheless, Adrian Brauner allegedly caught lacking by some goons in Houston at a strip club. He was saying that he got ragdolled and punched on and stomped on and all that. Adrian Broner. Man's almost, what, 28 or, or actually almost 29 or 30 years old, somewhere in between 28 and 30. But still out there wilding out and getting himself caught in these crazy situations. Willa, that's in, that's in your neck of the woods, too, Houston, Texas. What happened with A.B.? Was there ass beatings going on inside the strip club, man? Oh, man, who knows? We just know uh, Houston, he, he was messing with some guy named Boston George or something. You know, a guy, I think he's like a rapper out there, uh, out here. Um, but, you know, what it sounds like is he got beat up. Um, his friends didn't help. They just watched him catch a beating and, uh, you know, moved on about the the Houston strip clubs. Maybe his friends were mesmerized with a, you know, they had a big booty in their face. They didn't see what was going on. But, you know, A.B. again proving that he has no friends, um, that he's hanging around the worst kind of people, people that ain't going to back you up out there. Uh, he just maybe signed for $50 million, so he's got a lot of money coming in. Uh, maybe – you know, maybe that's what he needs. He hasn't got his ass whooped uh, except for, like, Madonna and um, and what's his name, and uh, Garcia. But maybe a good ass whooping is what he needed. Uh, I haven't seen anything, any other, any other, like, evidence of this thing happening besides the, 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 the clip that I sent you with the guys talking about it, uh, you know, saying what happened. But, uh, you know, we'll see, man. Hopefully it's a wake-up call. You know, Jay Prince probably had, had something to do with it. So I think he'll everything will be cool. He'll be able to come back to Houston. You know, I've noticed a lot of boxers have been coming out here. Uh, maybe it's because the Charlos are out here. But it seems like a lot of people, you know, just hanging around Houston, a lot of boxers now. So, you know, it's not real sweet. It's laid back in Houston, but ain't nothing sweet out here. So, you know, you come out here talking, talking noise and get whopped real quick. So I think that's what happened. Hopefully that's a wake-up call for my guy. I'm glad that he isn't uh, seriously hurt from what we know. Uh, we would have heard a little more about it. So, uh, 
he obviously isn't snitching and telling police or anything like that. So at least he took his ass whooping. He'll move on and let's see what happens. Hopefully he get rid of those friends that just let him catch an ass whooping. Allegedly. <laughs> Uh yeah, allegedly for sure. Yeah, you don't want to go to Houston running your mouth like that, or you might get caught some problems like that. Unless you're a rainbow head young rapper named Takashi Six Nine, because he was talking that stuff and never got whopped when he was out in Houston, Texas. So I guess there's one guy who hasn't caught himself a L, uh, disrespecting Houston, Texas that kind of way. Huh, Willa? What about that guy? No, no, no. I think I think he was supposed to do something in Houston and didn't do it. And then he got uh, then he got choked up some kid and was in jail not too long ago. So you know, he didn't disrespect <laughs> Houston. He, I think that was maybe San Antonio that he got to perform. Jay Prince isn't allowing any of that nonsense. So we were, that's, that's a false oh, okay. claim. Yeah, I, I thought he was talking about Jay Prince's son and stuff like that, but I don't know. I don't, well, I, I don't really go deep in that stuff neither. Um, but no, <laughs> it might be the wake-up call Bronner needs or something like that. I, I could see a guy, Bronner, who always uh, looked at himself in the way of Floyd Mayweather not taking L's and stuff like that, especially when it comes to any L's involving the streets because Brona seems to care about prestige from the streets a little bit more than in the boxing ring. So I uh, know he's probably not going to take this one. So as he looked up on any activity from Adrian Brona's social media site, nothing other than him going out to dinner with his wife today. No video footage, pictures or nothing like that. So, Got to be interesting to see. I mean, from the video you sent me, Willard, the dude was saying he'd seen him take so many punches and kicks, you would think that Adrian Bronner would be lumped up like Martin was after his boxing match that he had and had the, the famous beat-up face and stuff like that. But um, Adrian Bronner, what are you doing, man? <laughs> what are you doing, man? Hopefully he can get it together if he does have that, that money on deck and then – for sure want to uh, hold on to that and not be wilding out at the strip club so early, but uh, I'm sure he's a veteran of the game as far as being in that game of wilding out, so I'm sure he knows what his limits are and, and, and what's not. But, uh, you know, hopefully he gets the stuff together. Hopefully he gets the stuff together. Um, well, as we get ready to close this one out, got Monday coming around the corner. Uh, anything that we're missing that we need to cover up on here before we get ready to give the go-home signal? Uh, man, not that I know of, man. Just like I said, it was some good action, a lot of good showcases this weekend besides the uh, the card for the Manny Pacquiao fight. I looked in there, it looked like little guys that I've never seen before. But I might be wrong. Maybe You know, I might have just not been paying attention. But besides that, we got to see a lot of good boxing. And, uh, yeah. Hopefully we'll be back Wednesday at the right time, right place for that uh, that Outsiders Boxing Podcast midweek show. So, hey man, that's it, man. Everybody have a good. Oh good yeah, no, early no doubt. Uh, yeah, no doubt. You mentioned the uh, uh, Carlos Gonzalez, who was, was Triple C against Ben Lu on the first fight, in which he got the twelfth round knockout uh, stoppage in that fight. Um, Everardo Ortega and Jack Sephora for the vacant WBA featherweight title to follow up on that one. And it was uh, entertaining undercards. So uh, ESPN Plus definitely got a uh, a good rating from me. Um, JP was good with it. You had your own version of ESPN Plus, and I know how well that worked. So um, it was a success in all 
took a, a top-ranked company yesterday, moving a lot of pins and needles as far as fighters that they could have moving forward from the undercard perspective and the uh, fights that were also on regular ESPN involving Regis Progress that happened before the old card on ESPN+. Plus. So um, Bob Father making moves, man. He's definitely making moves. But, um, no, we'll, we'll definitely uh, handle this one uh, moving forward for the midweek show and preview what we got coming on one in the week. And hopefully everybody can uh, give us the some boy, sort of young Jaime Munguia. until Wednesday. Oh, so a young bull, oh, Jaime Munguia, the, the 2018 uh, leading the pack for Bully of the Year. He's, uh, he's going to be a topic that we discussed on Wednesday, but outside his boxing podcast, ready to wrap this one up, folks. So I um, want to thank Dee for coming on, Janelle for coming on, JP for coming on with us and giving their perspective of this weekend's uh, events that had happened. Speaking from the San Joaquin Valley in Central California, Houston, Texas, Long Beach, out in York, where Janelle be. This is the Outsiders Boxing Podcast, and we out of here, man. Mama, I love you. P.O.P. All the time.